0: now this is a wee folk tale from england and it's called the baron's ring now there was once a baron who was a very powerful man but he liked to dabble in the black arts he could tell the future he could read things into books that he had and be able to predict what would happen now he had a son and he loved his son very much. He was his only child. And he would inherit all the castles and all the land that the baron had. And when the boy was about four years old, the baron decided that he would read his future, see what had held. And as he looked at it, his face clouded over, because he saw that his son would marry a low-born peasant girl. Well, The barn was not having that. So he decided to look into this girl, see who she was, see if she'd been born yet. And he looked into his black books, and he muttered spells, and sure enough, he realized that the girl had been born just the day before. And she was born to a poor peasant family, who already had five children. So he took his horse, and he rode off in the direction of the peasant's home. Now, when he was, when he reached there, he saw that the peasant was sitting on his doorstep, and he was looking very sad, because he was worrying about how he was going to feed his family. And the baron said to him, Why do you look so glum there? And he said, Well, I shouldn't really, I mean, it should be a happy time, but... My wife's had a wee girl, and I don't know how I'm going to put food in our mouths, because that's sex bairns now. Oh, I see, said the Baron. yes, that is a predicament. But I'll tell you what I'll do. Seems I'm a kind, good man. I will give you some money. I'll give you ten golden crowns for your little girl because I'd like a companion and a playmate for my son. Well, the man was delighted because he felt that he was providing well for this child. I mean, she would be well looked after, and he would get some money as well that could buy food for his other children. So he went inside, and he took out the little baby girl and handed it to the wicked baron. The Barn wrapped it in his cloak, and he rode off with the child. Well, when he got to the river, which was swollen because there had been a lot of rain, so it was flowing very fast, he cast the child into the water. And then he rode off, saying to himself, There goes fate. Well, this child was lucky. And the clothes that she had on, the blankets that she was wrapped in, kept her afloat rather than her being dragged under the water. And the water was running so fast that she went down that river at great speed. But she got caught in a little tangle, little snag, right opposite where a fisherman was mending his nets. And the fisherman saw the little child in the water there, and he took a net, and he fished the bairn out. And he and his wife were delighted. You see, they didn't have any children, and they really wanted a bairn of their own. And so they took in the wee girl, and they raised her as their own daughter. Now sixteen years passed, and the baron was out hunting with some of his noblemen. And they stopped at the cottage of the fisherman to ask for a drink of water. Well, who should come out carrying the chair of water but a beautiful young woman? I mean, her beauty was astounding. The men gasped when they saw her. And they said, Who is this beautiful maiden? I wonder what her future holds. My lord, they said to the baron, you can see into the future. What do you see there for this child? What? Who will she marry? <laughs> I can tell you who she'll marry, he says. She'll marry some mindless peasant. There's nothing to worry about her or think about her. But the men were insistent. She was such a beauty, they thought. She deserved a better fate than marrying some poor farmer, so... She said, OK, said the barn, I will read her horoscope, and I will read her stars. Girl, he said, tell me, what day were you born on? Ah, she said, that I can't tell you. You see, my mother and father here, they fished me out of the river about sixteen years ago. Well, when the baron heard that, he was furious, because he knew then that this must be the child that he tried to destroy. But he put a smile on his face, and he said, I can do you a great service. My brother is looking for a servant maid, and he will pay well if you will live at his castle with him, and I will write you a letter now to take to my brother. Well, The old couple were getting no younger, and she knew that she had to look after them in some way, so she thought, if I got a job at the castle working there and got a good wage, then I could support this my lovely old mother and father who's always been so good to me. So the baron took out a piece of paper and a pen, and he wrote a letter, and it said, Dear brother, take the bearer of this letter "'and put her to death immediately. "'Well, he sealed it in an envelope and he handed it to the girl. "'And he told her where the castle was and that she would have to set off. "'So off she went. "'But the castle where the baron's brother lived was so far away "'that she wasn't able to make it there in one day. "'So she had to spend the night in a small inn. "'Well, that night the inn was raided by a band of robbers.' "'and not only did they steal from the innkeeper, "'but they stole from the pockets of all the guests who were there too, "'and the girl was among them, of course. "'Well, the only thing that she had in her pocket was a letter. "'So the leader of the robbers took it out, "'opened the letter and read it. "'And he looked at the girl and he looked at the letter "'and he thought, "'That's horrible!' What a horrible thing to do, having this beautiful young girl put to death, and for what reason? That's not right. I'll change that, he said. So he got himself another piece of paper and a pen and some ink, and he was a great forger. He could copy anybody's writing, and he wrote in the same handwriting as the baron, Dear Brother... "'Please marry the bearer of this letter to my son as quickly as possible.' So he put it back in the envelope, and the girl went to the castle, not knowing what was in the letter still, and presented it to the baron's brother. He opened it and read it. His brother was ordering him to marry his son to this girl.' Now, his son was staying at the castle with his uncle at that time, and when the boy saw her, saw the girl, he fell helplessly in love with her. And when she saw him, he was nothing like his father because he was a good and kind and handsome young man. She fell for him too. And so the two of them were married and were very happy indeed. But then came the day when the baron turned up, And he was not happy when he found out what had happened. He was furious. But he knew that fate once again had intervened, that fate had been stronger than he was, and he didn't like that one little bit. So he pretended to be nice. He pretended to welcome her into the family. And one day he said to the girl, Would you like to come for a walk with me? And she said, Yes, that would be nice. So the two of them set out alone for a walk. And they came up to a high cliff next to the sea. And the Baron grabbed the girl, and he was going to throw her over the cliffs into the sea. And she screamed, and she begged for her life, and she pleaded, but the barn wasn't moved. And she said, ''It's not my fault. It's fate. I can't help that, but I can try to help you to defeat your fate. Let me go, because if you throw me into the sea, I might not die. I might be preserved again, just as I was when he threw me into the river.'' Well, the baron thought she had a point. So he took a ring off his finger, a large gold ring, and on the ring there was his coat of arms. And he threw it as hard as he could out to sea. And he said, I don't ever want to see your face again. The only time that I want to see your face is when you can give me back my ring and then he set off for home. Well, the girl went in the opposite direction, and she walked for a while till she came to the, the castle of a nobleman. And she went there, and she asked if she could get a job in the kitchen. She knew all about cooking fish and preparing fish, because she was brought up by a fisherman. And they said, well, they did need a lass to do the cooking of the fish in the castle, so in she came. Well, soon after that, She was working away one day. There was to be a big feast. And she looked out the window, and who should be approaching the castle? But the wicked baron, with his son, with him, her husband. And she thought, I must flee. I must run from here. He can't see me. He'll kill me. But then she thought, but he won't see me here. I'm in the kitchen. There's no way he's going to come into the kitchen. So I should be safe.' So she carried on cleaning the big fish that she was to prepare for the feast. It was a magnificent big fish, and she was scraping the scales off it and cleaning it beautifully, and she cut it open to gut the fish. And there, inside the fish, glinting and gleaming, she could see a ring. She took it out, and it was the Baron's ring with his coat of arms on it. So she put it on her thumb, and she carried on preparing the fish, and she baked it, and she made a beautiful sauce of parsley and butter. And then it was decorated and sent up to the dining room. Well, when the fish came in, it was so beautifully prepared that everybody commented on it, and said, What's a magnificent dish, your Lord. And the Lord was pleased as well. And he said, Send me up the person who cooked this fish, so that I may give them a reward. News went down to the kitchen, and the girl was brought in front of them. She made herself ready. She did her hair, and she got herself cleaned up, and then she went into the dining room. And all the people that saw her gasped because of her beauty. And the baron, well, he recognized her, and so did his son. His son sprang up to his feet with a cry of joy. There was his long-lost wife. He didn't know what had happened to her. He thought she'd been killed in an accident. Well, the baron was furious. He slammed the table with his fist and stood up. "'stared at her like he would kill her. "'And she walked over to him, "'and she raised her hand, "'and there on her hand was his ring. "'Never let me see your face again "'until you can show me that my ring,' he had said, "'and now she did. "'And she put her hand on the table in front of him "'with the ring uppermost.' And he knew that there was no way he could defeat fate. She was meant to marry his son, and there was not a thing that he or his black magic could do about it. And so he became reconciled to that. And he took the girl, and he sat her down on a seat next to him and said, "'Ladies and gentlemen, this is my son's wife,' May we all drink a toast to her beauty, and her health, and her good luck. And they all drank to the health of the maiden. And then they went back to the castle, back to the baron's castle. And after that he treated her with kindness for the rest of his days.